So, hi everyone. And yes, the universe loves to build. And yes, you are a unique, magnificent um, creation of it, part of it. And yes, you know, the universe is also has components of it which are very powerful, like the dark, which is the mean, the cruel, the not nice. And, you know, really it's in charge of everything, right? You think you were right. We all think we're so powerful because we've figured something out under a microscope, which is great. No shade on this magnificent, all of us apes. However, we're apes, right? You're built by the universe, right? So in trauma is, is that dark energy. In trauma is the apocalypse. In trauma is the, I, you know, I've been thrown out of my home, which is actually most probably that Garden of Eden story. Seems like an apt metaphor. I've never read the Bible. I have no interest in it whatsoever. However, I've heard stories. <laughs> and in fact, in one of the ceremonies, in Peru, I was, a, I was sort of playing the role of throwing my parents out of the kingdom, you know, like I saw, I, there's a very famous painting, I can't remember, these two little shadows, these two little dark figures as they leave the garden. So, metaphor, creation, imagination. This thing is huge, it's churning, it's building, unbuilding. The problem, again, is with trauma, it's an apocalypse. You arrive, you know, the universe throws you onto the potter's wheel, hoping that you're going to be, you know, loved into existence. And um, suddenly, you know, you're faced with the demons and the dark. And in the end, the worst part of all of this, whatever trauma is, is, you know, you just don't get into the party. And it's like being held underwater. It's like being held, it's like being buried in the ground. And in fact, in one of the ceremonies, I saw that. Just, you know, being underground with the little, you know, insects and creepy crawlies. The damage is, is the damage. There are many aspects to it. The damage is already horrific. Whatever they do, they beat you, they screamed at you, they whatever. It's awful. But the worst thing is you don't get into the party. You don't get into the light. And the thing about the universe is that it likes to build. So you're being built in one way or another. Unless, of course, you know, you die on arrival and there's some horrible thing and you just can't take it and whatever, you know. You know, some children just go into a coma because the terror is just so huge. But you're going to be built, you know, whether you like it or not. And so, you know, again, I don't know what, what builds all the armor. I have no idea. I, I assume it's me, but it's not. I mean, it's not. I'm not building anything at three or four. It's just building itself. That's why I think there is a larger narrative. How in heaven's name do we fragment, survive, build stories? I mean, there's, you know, something else going on. I have no idea what it is, by the way. I'm just, you know, the court jester. 
But if there is trauma, you know, it's, it's um, you know, it's a one-way ticket to um, the gulag. So you're going to build. So if you, if, you're plant, if you arrive to the most fertile, the most delicious, the most optimal conditions, and there's just sun and rain and wonderful parents and love and security, and oh, there's just growth. It's just like this bubbling, fabulous. You're just leaves are going to spread, and you're just going to like, oh. Right, there's just, it's like, you know, those climbing vines, you know, it's just like you're just everywhere. You're allowed the whole kingdom of the universe to grow in. You, you just grow according to this, this script. It's just vast and endless and infinite and, you know, that's, that's, that's a, you know, fertility and soil and love. And then if you, you know, get hijacked by a bunch of pirates on the way in, then there is no soil. So, so, so in, in the one instance, you're just going to naturally build, you know, according to the conditions in which you arrive. And then the other is, no, no, there's no growth. Your script, your little, your little handbook is just like chucked out, tossed out. You're going to do the work. In the first instance, the parents make you grow into your infinity and the second one is your script is chucked out you have to grow according to the to these people you have to build something awkward uncomfortable you're kind of like so you're in you're in the apocalypse you're in the dark and there's shit and you're being hurt and you don't know when they're going to come and they're going to hit you are they going to who are these people they're volatile they're oh my god but you're still building. There's nothing that's not being built. And it's your whole body, it's your whole being, it's, it's everything, it's your every breath, it's your every move, it's your, your body, it's your thinking, it's your everything is being chucked into this furnace, right? And cooked. You know, your, your, your energy is stolen to theft. So the universe is always building. And in the second law of thermodynamics, nothing is created, nothing is destroyed, everything is just repurposed. So even if I die, you know, I'm going to end up as something else in some other churning moment of this universe. But the thing is to never forget that you are the universe. I think that's one of the things that the ayahuasca shows us, or me anyway, <coughs> that it is in nature that we connect, that we find a home, that nature that brings us into these other dimensions that heals us, that we have disconnected from nature. All of this healing has been you know, based around nature. It's a plant. It's an opening to consciousness. It's a healing in nature. All the seeing I've had, all the understanding has happened with a plant. 
is a direct connection to nature, to consciousness. And it shows me how I was built. It shows me what I've built. It shows me everything I cannot see, but it's, it's here. It's a, I'm built inside this energy field. I can only see a tiny bit of it, <clears throat> but it is everywhere around me and you and everyone. In the same way, you've got to look under a microscope to see a, a bug. So the ayahuasca is like a massive microscope, telescope inside all of you. So in this building, there's, there, there are two options in the mansion of the universe. Well, not to there's millions of options. But in this, in trauma, in the rival, there's either explosion into all of you. So you're just as beautiful, you know, no limitations, infinite thing that just like grows around the you know, the trestle and the ground and the tree. It's just like it's naturally just connecting with everything. Or somebody takes your script and says, no, I chucked that out. I do not want, I, I don't want Henry V on this one. I'm going to do my own, I'm going to take that energy that you have, terrify you, use you and you're going to construct for me and I suppose this is the whole thing and I say I think we see it in you know all day every day we see magnificent plants that like have these little traps right that open up and catch flies or the spider's web that captures the insect right it's the things that that are around it and in fact in ceremony Speaking of that, literally, it was a, if you look at nature, it's all the same thing. I was a little, I was in this fairground. I was very little. Lots of noise, you know, all the, play, the, the rides and people. And around that fairground was this sort of sinister kind of person that was going to seduce me, that was going to use me. It was like, it was this dark energy. And it's the same in nature, right? It's like... There's a spider, there's its web. You just see this little innocent thing gets trapped. She sets up, you know, the way that she's going to grab you, right? He's going to grab you. So it's all nature. And in the same way, there are dark energies that, you know, it's like you get caught inside their vortex or you get snatched or ambushed. In another instant, I was an American and Native Indian, you know, that was shot I was grabbed or taken I was just taken into the woods and then I was suddenly I was a prisoner it's not so woo it's just all happening all the time right and what's the best time to ambush you well when you're little you're at your most potent you're at your most vulnerable you're at your most powerless Right? And you don't even know. You don't even know. You think, wow, this must be life. Let me just try and polish this 
unpolishable thing and make it work. And another thing is in the building of you, and this is why it's so fabulous that you can build and unbuild. In the building of, it, of you, it's like this little piece of energy, which is you, connects with this other piece of energy. And I think about it like, you know, um, thousands of these threads between two people, thousands and millions and zillions of threads that you build. You're just, that's why the ayahuasca has these threads that like connect to other, other things. It's a connection of these threads. She's just, she's unthreading you. She's unbuilding you. But these things are powerful. They're electrified. You know, the millions of these filigree threads. Even though it's all wrong, even though you're connecting to evil and dark, there are all these threads. <coughs> you're always building. Your breath is a form of building, right? Everything is building. Your cells are, re re you know, re recreating themselves, re DNA copying itself. So how, how do you know that you're built in the dark? Well, I didn't know. And that's another thing, it's because you bond early on. There's another trick. Oh my God, they're my parents. No, they're not your parents. No one that has a child is a parent. Especially if they send them out to be sexually abused or beat them up. No, no, no. no. But it's that trick. It's that like, you know, it's, the, it's the, 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 the animal waiting, right, to ambush. The animal just like fixed. How am I going to take that, the hyena that just sits watching the savannah, like, you know, who's going to get wounded? Where am I going to see that little baby that isn't going fast enough? I'm just going to like surround and it's, it's nature. And in the same way, with me, it was the same thing. It was like I was tricked by this supposed parent, right, to be used, sent out to be abused. Like, he tricked me. You know, he was my parent. He, he seduced. He, like, you know, but it's the same thing. It was like on that fairground, there I was, this little kid, and this sort of dark energy just circling the fairground. There was noise, and it was, it was like terrifying and you're little and powerless and I was in this ceremony where I was actually in this fairground and it was absolutely terrifying I did not want to go back there so what we don't seem to we seem to be very focused on all these other things but we don't seem to understand that darkness is a major powerhouse in the universe there are so many elements, so much going on, so much being built. And that darkness, it drags you down. It drags you into its den, into its lair. It keeps you hostage. No power for you. No light, no nada, no niente. And you don't even know. And you're built there and, you know, you're, you're in that furnace with those millions of filigree-like connections that you're building with them. So no, a self-help book, on, you know, 
sitting down at Amazon, in the Barnes & Noble's bookstore isn't going to get you out. Because it's energy. It's, it's an actual construction. It's like if somebody said to me, Marie, I need to redo my apartment. And I said, okay, let me read a book about it. And I had to physically go in there and tear down those walls, right? I can't talk about it. Oh, I'm going to tear that down. Oh, I'm going to let me read a book about tearing it down. You have to physically go in and tear those walls down if I want to <clears throat> reconstruct it. In the same way as this, it's a physical, energetic, you're built. You're a site of construction. Now, we haven't figured out how to undo that, even how to get in there, because it's, it's in the past, supposedly. Right? It isn't. Right? You have to get into the same, you actually have to go back in time <clears throat> to that moment to see how it happened. And the ayahuasca literally takes you to the moment the theft happened. Or the first, you know, attack. That moment, I've talked about like the Big Bang. There's before the Big Bang and then there's a Big Bang. There's you connected to the everything. There's you as part of the, the one. And then suddenly, boom, you're out of the one. And I, I imagine it like just... Like you're just being dragged, you know, I call it like, a, I've talked about like a dark gun that like paralyzes you and drags you to the other side or into this other vortex, into this other consciousness or lack thereof. And there you're kind of built and used and... It's all very confusing because you're very little. I mean, it's, it, to me, it's all just black. It's like it's coming in and out of sort of focus and I can't quite see. And it's just, you know, I, I, when I, I've been there, it's just that place of like, you don't know what's going on. You're very little. But it's affecting you. Every word, every act, every breath, every... Right? And it is apocalyptic if you're little because you have nowhere to go. You're fucking stuck with these people. But you're built. The universe loves to But You're going to build. Something's being built. Energy is movement. Energy is, is on the go. There's no stationary energy. Something's always going on, even when it appears to be stationary, like a chair. There's all these bombarding atoms. Gravity that keeps us here stuck on the earth as opposed to being flung out into space. I mean, there's just, the, you know, the, the earth spinning around the sun at zen zillion miles an hour. Everything is an activity. The hundred million zillion galaxies, everything is moving, active, building. Even if you're lying in a coma in a hospital, activity is happening in your cells. I mean, there's no... In death, you just disappear as a form. That's it. As the outline. But your spirit still activity. So, the good news is that you're not the end game. You're not the end game. You appear as a finite form that is in constant change as you age. 
And it's so funny because you're always trying to stop it. Like there's everything out there. Like if you wear, you know, if you put on this cream or if you put in these tits or if you, you know, <clears throat> if I stick a, you know, a, a Prada label on you, you ju it won't happen. <laughs> yeah, it's happening. It's happening. <clears throat> no matter how good that facelift is, it's happening. Of course, you work out whatever you do. Things to sort of slow the process, but it's happening. You are in constant change. You're moving with all of this. You're not separate to all of this, right? All sorts of things are affecting you all day, every day that you cannot see. Neutrinos are flying through you. God knows, I don't know, dark energy. Like what? Fuck, it's just a whole soup. But the thing about trauma is that it paralyzes you. It paralyzes the past you because you still keep going, right? You're still growing. It doesn't stop you from, you know, getting old. I think a lot of the stuff is that we, 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 you know, you can't argue with the universe because you're going to lose. So to go with the current of the universe is to go with the current. You can't just stop in the middle of the current and say, well, I'm just not going to go. It's like, you know, a child that has a tantrum says, I'm not going to, I'm just like digs its heels and I'm not going to, I don't want to go. Right? That's what we are like. We're like, I'm, I don't want this. I'm going to stop this. I'm going to stop the universe. I'm going to control it. Own it. You can't. It's bigger. <laughs> you can try, but we can't. It's going to find us somehow. You know, so we can't hide under the bed. You don't think it won't find you. It will. So, one of the things that you, for me to accept, is that it's just, it's just going to do what it's going to do. And if I want to be here and just live with the current, then I have to you know, take down the wall of the dam. And I didn't even know what the wall, the dam wall was, right? So if you want to... So all, all your trauma that you put in the shadow, because that's what happens when you arrive to the apocalypse is you have to build a shadow, right? If you want to go back into the flow, you're going to have to, you know, disin you know, unbury it. You know, drag up the Loch Ness monster. But you're actually what's interesting is that you're actually just it's it's like leaving that room in the mansion where you're in the dark, right? It's like, you know, been, you've been dragged into somebody's lair. And you're held in place, even though they may be dead or whatever, by all those kind of sticky attachments you have to them. Where you've made them into something, you've believed them into something, you've agreed, blah, blah, you're legitimized, whatever. They're your parents, you can't do anything about it. Blah, blah, blah. You know, to sever that relationship, it's like, oh my God, I can never, you know, they're my parents. What you're really doing 
when you're severing and you imagine yourself sort of covered in cobwebs is what I see myself as. Is you're just cleaning off that connection. You're still in the universe. You're still in the soup. You're just not connected to the dark. And the connection is paralysis. It's not about hating on them, although I believe you me, I hated on them many years and angry. It's not that. It's just like eventually it's like there's no, it's a complete dissolution with the, with the dark. That's all. It's like you've been pinned underground or held captive, you know, at the bottom of the ocean and the Marianas Straits, which are like the deepest place in the ocean. And you're surfacing. Remember, there's just another, there's just another energy in the universe, right? The universe is everything. It is your parent. It's the whole unit. It's you. It's so, not having them does not mean that you're homeless or alone or, I mean, I was more alone connected to them than I am without them because I was shut down and refused and unloved. Right? And I've been able to build a community that's loving. They're not my parents, but it's loving, right? There are no parents if there's no love. It doesn't matter, even if they bore you or whatever, there's no love, there's nothing. Right? So I think the fear about going into all of this is, you know. I'm going to lose this, you know, family, or I'm going to lose. You don't lose anything. What you lose is the paralysis. What you lose is your connection to the dark. What you lose is being trapped. I mean, is it difficult? Yeah, I mean, you know, who wants to sever? But you have, you know, there's no... There is no loss. The loss was being stuck in a place where you were completely alone. Unseen, uncared for. So, you know, once you've built up this person in the dark, which is built to satisfy the dark, which is not your script, which is not related to your original condition, right? Where you're kind of masquerading and court gesturing and you're under threat and terror. You know, you're letting go. You're leaving that place. Of course, as a child, you have nothing but that place. I've talked about this before. You're like on a two-by-two two stage in the middle of, you know, the dark, and the monster's chasing you, and it's like, oh, fuck, I'm going to fucking die. So there's either two. There's only two options. I'm either on this stage or I'm in oblivion. That's it. That's what a child sees. It's like it's either this or nothing. It's either I adapt and I build according to this situation or I die. We can't see that there's a huge universe, that it has, you know, it's a huge bubbling endless mystery of stuff 
can't see that as a child. So you just keep running around on this, you know, on the stage doing, just chasing your tail with a threat around you. And again, the thing about these, the way this apocalypse works and arrival is, is that you're built, all of you is built around it. Like all of you, like your breath, every single breath, every single thought, every man, everything, everything, everything. It's all in your body. It's all in your system. It's deeply embedded in your system. Like I have my clan of demons, you know, I call them Ryan and Roy and good R names, <laughs> which have sort of come out like just a literally like, you know, these, my whole body moves around. Deeply inscribed in my system because I was built there. Right, you're cooked at a temperature with the ingredients. If the ingredients have had to do with the dark, no love, cruelty, abuse, etc., that's, that's how you're built. That's what your system is contains. It may look like a human being, but, you know, in the caverns of your cells are you know, the elements of your creation. And it's like the background radiation of terror. Like, you know, you're just doing things because I'm going to die. And it's not I'm going to die from that kind of like, okay, I'm mortal. I'm going to die. It's more from, you know, I'm a four, three-year-old and I'm going to die. I'm going to, they're going to throw acid at me or they're going to beat me or they're going to scream at me or whatever. <coughs> it's interesting to me just how, so, so we have to rummage through all of this. You have to, you know, go in there, you've got to go through all of this. It's like an old, <coughs> it's like you have a, <coughs> a castle full of, of, of stuff. You've just got to go through every single room and the moat, clean out the moat and the whole <clears throat> in recent in a recent interview I saw um a Holocaust survivor and um it's fascinating. He he was being shown that, you know, he they'd opened up the archives in the Holocaust Museum and they had shown him that uh you know, he was on this card that, you know, that the Nazis kept meticulous information on everybody. It's insane that they were gonna kill. And um he was shown this. He seemed like a lovely old fellow, right? And, he, you know, you could see him well up with tears. I mean, could you imagine? Oh, my God, your parents have just been put into the gas chamber. And I don't even want to go there. But anyway, his, his whole being changed with the memory of what had happened. So obviously, so it's in you. So whatever's happening to you is inside your system. Even though you change and, the, you know, sands come and go, it's like it's, it's deeply embedded in your system. And he was, what, 90 or something? It happened to him when he was 14. And he didn't want to cry. Right? He didn't want to. And he said he didn't want to cry because he didn't want to show the Nazis that they had won, that they were winning this horrific, you know, war by taking all these poor people. So <clears throat> things don't go away just because you don't want to feel them, because you want to forget about them. 
early on, they're, they're living deeply embedded in your system. Deeply embedded, even though you can't see it, even though you've run away from it, even though now you're like, you know, a high roller and you, you, you know, you've got trillions in the bank. What, it doesn't matter. You don't run. This, you, can't, you can't just keep piling up on it and think it's going to go away. You, you, it's like a submarine. You're still going to get that beep, beep, beep. It's still there. Right? It's a Russian doll thing. It's Russian doll after Russian doll after Russian doll, but it's still inside your system. So you have to keep removing the layers and layers and layers that keeps it trapped inside your system because it's still navigating something the universe is always creating. It's always navigating you. So opening up to all of it you know, messy, murky, stenchy, vile, whatever, you know, is, is returning, is just, okay, accepting the universe. Yeah, I, I, you know, I can't do this. There's no, you know, I, I, first of all, who even built this? You know, who, how did I get built? I mean, what was building me? I don't know, something else was building, I wasn't building me. <coughs> I was just naturally building in relationship to the horror that I grew up to with, right? Just like these threads, these filigree kind of reach out pieces of energy are just building. I'm connecting, I'm wiring, I'm firing, I'm wiring, I'm firing, whatever. How that happens, I don't even know. Well, who knows? Luckily, I got thrown off a cliff some terrible event may happen in your life where you're forced to. Sometimes that's what happens. We just keep running and running and just distracting and blah, blah, blah. And then suddenly the universe goes, okay, you're in some horrific accident or you get chucked off a cliff or some terrible eyes or something. There's this big wake up. There's this big like the universe just goes, okay, enough, enough, enough. <clears throat> you can't just keep running. So, you, you know, and, yeah, and then you, you, just, you just can't keep blinkering and hiding. And, and so there's this reversal backwards. It's this really, it's like, you know, rewinding a tape. That's what happens with ayahuasca. Like you got built to this particular culmination code, and then the whole code is like, it's unthreaded. Is it unthreaded or dethreaded? It's just, you're just... Your whole tapestry, every thread is just taken out. Because it was bad. It was the wrong build. <laughs> I was like, wait, I didn't want that wall there. And why is the bathroom in the living room? And could you please tell me why, you know, the bedroom is, a, you know, you walk into a bedroom. It's, it's The whole thing is wrong. It's, it's actually poisonous because it's like, how can you, yes, you know, it's just, first of all, it's just energy. So energy can either be, you know, a dog or a hurricane or a, a, a collapsing star. It's, it's just all energy in some different variety. Right? Water, ice, steam. Energy transmuting into another form. 
So in the same way, you were built energetically into the, I, I would say it's the wrong form because it's a form made of dark. It's a paralytic form. It's not a place of blossoming and growth. You're not in consciousness if you're traumatized. You're dragging, you know, weight. You're dragging unprocessed, paralyzed stuff. You know, you're not like a sailboat just going along the ocean, like, you know, the wind just moving that sailboat. No, you're just like this big, you know, heavy tanker. Moves very slowly because you're being weighed down by unprocessed energy and trauma. And it's an injury. So, it's a wound. I can't run if my leg's wounded. Right? I can't compete for the Olympics if my javelin's broken. No matter how much I train, I can't reach the zenith of my blossoming or your blossoming or anyone's blossoming. You can't reach your rosedom if somebody put poison in the, in the ground. And no, I don't get to be, you know, 12 when I'm 60. I can, however, liberate and heal <coughs> my energetic field, which, you know, if you're in the dark, happiness, joy, love, power, flexibility, thinking, it makes a big difference. Because that early apocalypse is, is your whole body was built in there. And that, that apocalypse could be anything. It could be, you know, your mother screaming at you, your father beating you, whatever, it doesn't matter. No love, right? It's tracing back, it's undoing, it's dethreading. And what's interesting is, so it's almost, it's like being in that, <coughs> that great club in Ibiza, amnesia, right? It's like you go for a night, it's great, you're like in techno land, you're out, you're like in some other universe, you're boom. But imagine being in there, in that, relentless, endless techno beat for 60 years. That's what it's like being in trauma. You can't find your fucking, the exit out of this fucking place. Right, you want out. Your head is pulsating with the sound and the energy is boom, 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 right? You can't make decisions if you're surrounded by the enemy. You're not, you don't wake up to clarity. You wake up to, oh shit, let me just move for the sake of moving. Let me just, that was certainly the story of my life. It was just like, get up and go. I mean, you don't know what you're gonna, you just have to go, whatever. Like, just, 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 just get this thing done, whatever. You know, it's like, 
you don't wake up and go, well, what is it that I would like to do? How would my life like to be? What would I like to do today? You can't because you're underground, you know, and you're surrounded by potential death. So it's like, oh my, okay, let's just, it's, 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 let's just get this thing done for now, right? And it's not that death isn't eventually going to happen. I mean, I don't presume, I don't assume I'm going to live eternally in this form anyway, right? But it's just like that, okay, can I just get up, be here, you know, and have that huge clarity, that space of just here, as opposed to boom, 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 right? That endless techno beat and terror and sort of like being, you know, when you're being caught in a wave, when you're surfing, you're being dragged to the bottom. It's just like you're being spun around, like boom. It's just like you're just spinning in some weird potential death hole, right? It's like you're being dragged and pulled and guilt and blame and someone's going to die and there's just panic and it's just, oh, for fuck's sake. Your whole brain is just like this washing machine. And as I said, I have my bevy of demons. <laughs> Ray, Roy. Built into my system from early on somehow. Because of, you know, you arrive to the apocalypse. You're being abused or being hurt or something. It's just, you know, your, your energy is just stolen by terror. And, you know, you don't get to leave. I can't sit down and think, oh, you know, well, let me think. <coughs> let me think, what would... Yeah, I think I would like to... No. There's just like, oh, fuck. The whole house is going to collapse. The whole ship is going to sink if I don't just go. <laughs> and that's what and, and again, you could be in the, in, the, in the universe and just, you know, the whole world is doing its own thing. There's no, there's really no panic anywhere. The only place is, I mean, there's no panic for a shepherd in the mountains. He doesn't get up and go, oh, you know, let me just read my 10,000 emails and, you know, do, you know. It's like in his brain and somebody else's brain, they're just, you know, they're in some little village somewhere. Tending to the sheep. Milking the cows. I'm not saying shade on this versus that. I'm just saying, where is your brain at? What's the activity? What, what possesses your, your spirit? You know, are you owned by a trauma and a sort of apocalyptic condition that happened early on where you were just, you know, thrown into that spin-dry cycle of terror? Or 
you know, were you fertilized in a place where you could, your wiring was just a natural outgrowth of being connected to everything? <clears throat> you know, either way, you're going to die. I mean, it, whether you're running from death or, you know, growing your rose that was supposed to grow, you're still going to, we're all going to end up dead. The, the, the end doesn't change, but it's the, the process, the journey is very different. I don't know if, you know, is it better or not? I don't know. I have no idea. I'm just saying, who needs to, you know, live dragging stuff in a shadow? Like, you don't, you can't, you are kind of anchored, you know, to this place. You can't leave. You know, it's like that great story, right, where the kid says to its mum, like, why is that elephant, why doesn't the elephant just leave? It's in the circus and it's tied to a little tidy fence. It could just go. Why is it still doing its trick in the circus? Well, the mum says, you know, rightly so, because it believes it can't do it. Of course, it's bigger than everything. It can just drag the fence out and just bag off. It forgot it was an elephant. You forget who you truly are. You don't know who you are. And for that you have to unearth and drag everything out of the, you know, the shadow. You've got to literally unpack that whole castle that you've, you know, hid all your shit in. Relive it. You have to sort of unstick yourself. Unplug yourself from all this wiring. <clears throat> and now when I think about, I can finally see just how in conversations with my, some of my parents, it was like, it was all, it was all like pretend and, and trying to be somebody and panic and pretending that we weren't living this experience of horror and terror. It was all pretend. I just like, oh my God. There was not an, a moment of truth in any of it. Like, my mother refused to see the truth. It was all like, pretend. It was like, oh my God. It's like being in a psych ward. It's like, but that's not happening. This is what's happening. But it's like constant refuse. Like, no, that didn't happen. I don't want to see the reality. Let me just like, you know, skate on the surface and let me just froth and you know, bubble wrap, and you know, it's just like, just, I don't want to, I don't want to land in reality. But, you know, you're having this whole experience, you're saying, well, this is what happened, and this is, you know, and, and the other, and, and you get this response of just like, it just doesn't want to come to you, it doesn't want to see reality. You either join them in their kind of the crazy spin-dry cycle, but no one wants to land and like just sit and go, okay, this is what happened. They can't meet you there. You can't, you can't connect to something that's living in some other reality. But you realize, oh my God, I was there in that crazy pretend game. They're fragmented, you're fragmented. It's insane, right? It's like 
Somebody has to get whole here, right? <clears throat> Otherwise, you're all out in limbo land. Sort of in your, you're both losing. It's like everybody's just hemorrhaging energy. I suppose it's the same thing when they say the elephant in the room, you know, everybody's just refusing to see it. Nobody wants to land in reality because it's too painful for everybody. So somebody has to land and that might have to be you. That has to sort of go into the dark, put everything back together again. It's like Humpty Dumpty. <clears throat> the problem is that when you come back from the journey, you know, you're whole, but everybody else is fragmented and broken and they're still like flying off into space. They don't want to. And that's okay, you know. The thing is that, <clears throat> you know, you, you want to be back here, right? I don't want to hide from anything. Show it all to me. Just, just show me the truth. Just give it, give it to me. I just, I've, I've, I've seen very blasé. It's, it's really difficult to see the truth. Because you got to relive it. But you can rewind the tape back with ayahuasca to the point where, you know, the event that disconnected you happened. Where you can actually see that the things that live inside of you, which are these energies, certainly mine are just these, the, 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 the dark clan energy of Roy and Ray, etc. Okay, so now they're sitting and they're coming up. Okay. But for me, it's like I need to get to the point where there was a someone that was here before all of this stuff was built. Before all the tragedy, before all the apocalypse, before all the attachments, the building, the da 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 da. In the same way that the universe builds it, you can unbuild. That's what you can do with the ayahuasca. So you can actually knock out the souffle, little ingredient by ingredient. So the same way that you were cooked, you're being uncooked. I just want to know the truth of who I am. The truth of who I am. Before the ambush, before the theft, before all the building, before all the agreeing, before all the paralysis, before all the, you know, building rooms so I could hide shit in the dark. You know, and even when you see it, it's like, okay, you know, what, what the fuck? You know, they were horrible people. They did horrible things. The universe has all sorts of horrible things going on. Okay, fair enough. You can almost even just deal with that. It's fine. It's like, okay, it doesn't really matter anymore. <coughs> Before it's like, oh, I can't see it, I can't see it. And then it's like, oh, shit, oh, my God, they did this to me. Oh, horrible. And it's just like, okay, all right, whatever. You can't hate forever. You can't be angry forever. It just doesn't, you know, there's no, it's just another fucking break in your system. So you'll get, you'll get over it. You're just like, okay. And sometimes you go, why did it happen? Oh, my God. But at some point, it's just like, okay, but so now what? So, okay, I see this happened. I see there's all this anger, there's all this rage, there's oh disgusting how could they do that blah blah blah. but then there's like okay <coughs> there's a you before they showed up there's a you before the you know the potter came in and started you know, working on the potter's wheel there was a you that came from 
the original source. And there's just this incredible relaxing into just being you. I, I really see it with people who are really, you know, if you're very constructed, you have a lot of places where I can, you can, you know, that you've sealed off. So if you have a conversation with people, you can just see it. You can't go to certain places. They won't let you in. They've sealed that off. It's almost like a Christmas calendar. It's like you can't go in through that door. <clears throat> the more open it is, the more things you can talk about, the more, you know, you're just freer. There's nothing. You've removed your barricades, so to speak. So you can go into, you can swim into all these places, but you realize with people that you can feel like these, you know, you can feel literally their barriers, the places where they've sealed up that you cannot go that's uncomfortable for them. It's in their shadow. I mean, I had it all before, so I'm not, there's no shade on anyone, I'm just saying. But that's what it feels like. It's like... You can literally feel the, vault, you know, the doors of their vault, the discomfort, the places that make them uncomfortable. And I had them too, zillions of them. But that's the thing: is that once you, once you recognise that in the end there's just death, right? And and you're going to die whether you're, you know, having a fabulous life or a horrible life, right? Either way, it's, you know, <clears throat> the rapper in Chanel is showing up. They better be a rapper and they better be a Chanel. You realize it's okay to die in this life. It's okay to, to you know, rummage around and, and pull out and discover whatever it is you need to do here whilst you're alive. You might as well just do that death now and get a little bit of that freedom, right? And taste all of it, whatever that means to you. And I suspect, you know, I, I, get, I had an experience recently where I was, had little snippets of many different lives. It was really crazy. It was this kind of... Um, and... I, again, I don't know. It's just my observations. I mean, it's just my... It, it feels like um, this may have been the issue in many lives, you know, this being held hostage. I don't know. And perhaps this is a life I just wake up to it. This life goes in a second. You're here, you're gone. A lot of stuff appears to happen. Um, this is certainly not the end. My life, your life, it's not the end. It's just more of the thing doing its thing. <laughs> but I, I, you know, if you've been trapped in trauma, then you're kind of screaming in the wind, right? You're in the, you're in prison. Um, and you know, who wants to be held captive? Yeah. I think we, we put a lot of captivity on each other and ourselves. We refuse a lot. We deny ourselves a lot of stuff. We refuse. And it's just a lot of... And again, I think about this medicine. It just, it's, we are nature. And um, 
again, my captivity is the same captivity as, you know, again, a, a spider catching an insect in its web. It's a dark energy capturing the energy of a child. Um, because we have consciousness, we have the ability to, to change it. Really, right, we have the ability to go back and to unwire and to see it and to, to change the conditions. It's an incredible exploration if we're not, you know, distracted and, you know, by, by the universe. And one of the things that, you know, for me is, you know, as I go into these systems, I, I have moments where I just have to just, how, my, how my, my brain feels like it's being rewired, you know. And so I just knock out on like crazy reality TV shows for like, to like just zone out of getting into these spaces. I love 90 Day Fiance, it's my favorite show. <laughs> it's hysterical. But just like, you have to zone out, you know, you have to sort of like, find a place to process. And again, I don't think it's like, oh, I have to be the saint and live in a cave and oh, oh. I think, you know, life is, is, the spiritual is not separate to life, it's all, it's all part and parcel, you know, whether you're making a zillion dollars and trying to, you know, build the next great empire or you're, you know, scuba diving or you're meditating or you're ayahuasca, whatever you're doing, it's all, there's no singular like, this is life. It's all life. It's all life. The dark is life. The light is life. It's all, it's all one thing. We, we, we tend to separate, oh, there's a dark and then there's, yeah, there is, there's dark and the light, but they're both life. The same way, you know, a shark hunts its, you know, pre you know, is, it hunts its prey, right? It's all life. It's all doing similar things. You see, but unlike an animal that can just sort of shake the stuff off, we, we don't. We just hide it. We just refuse it. We just don't process it. And you can't when you're little. How the fuck are you going to process this horrible stuff when you're little? You can't. But somehow the universe, I don't, again, it's, it's fascinating. The universe, I, I wasn't putting it into the dark. I didn't know what I was, I mean, I don't know. In the most simplistic of terms, it's like, you're just taken out of the, the light, right? And you're put in the dark. And it's uncomfortable and it's, you're carrying all this horrible stuff. You're like all these little insects and horrible things are running around you. And, and that's a form of living, right? It's paralytic. It's wrong. I mean, when I say it's wrong, it's not flow. And there's attachments and bonds and whatever. And it's a decision that I, d I just you don't want to live there. You don't want to live in addiction. You don't want to live in terror. You don't want to live in anxiety. You don't want to live in, it's like, <clears throat> there is an option of leaving. But that option, you know, might entail surrendering to something that you don't understand, you know, to, to I mean, if you want out, you have to, you want consciousness back. You want your life back. You want energy and happiness and 
joy and it's all, you, you don't live a life which is all pure bliss, right? That's not how it works. You're going to have to, you know, be tumbled around and you're going to be some shit and you're not going to be in shit and it's going to be happy, it's bad. It's a whole kind of thing. It's, it's, it's a whole moving maelstrom of stuff, right? It's not that you get to be in one side versus the other. It's just that I don't want 90%, 100% of me stuck in some place where I can't move, right? It's not that I'm not going to have to face stuff. I mean, you're always going to have to face stuff. The question is, as, a, as, a, as an older person, you can process it. You know, you can see it, understand it. But as a child, you can't. There's no processing. It's all terror. So you get your consciousness back. You get understanding. You get, you become, you integrate. You become whole. You become one with, you don't live with half of your jigsaw puzzle not knowing where the pieces are. You know, you get to be one moving, energetic thing. Once you reclaim the pieces that were paralyzed. And no, it's not nice to see that a parent abused you or whatever hit you or... It's horrible, right? It's not, not nice. Um, but it's it's it's... If you relive it all and experience it all, it's like, okay. It, it kind of loses its power more and more. It becomes more and more diaphanous. Before it's like heavy and it sort of has reality and it has a lot of material and it's a very dense. But the more you go into it and you get, you know, you deal with all your feelings about it and you deal with all the shit around it and your own, it, it becomes more and more, di it doesn't, it becomes more and more diaphanous. It's like you're, you're, you're filtering out your connection to it. And, you're, and all of its importance becomes irrelevant. It's like, oh, who gives a shit, right? At the end, it's like, I just want to be free. I want to be out. At, at, at the time when you're disentangling, it's like, oh, I'm going to not talk to them. And that's like heavy. And it's like, oh, I hate them. And it's like, You've got to get through all of that, you know, because that's all tied in, right? But eventually it's like you're no longer part of them. So it's like you're completely out of there. You've left Zombie Island. You are actually on your own grounds. It's like what you know there is something before it happened there is something before the big bang there is something before the event happened that is you that is connected to the everything that's much more powerful than being stuck in the dark with people who, who, who are hurting you and supposedly your parents that almost doesn't it's just like it doesn't compute right like that relationship is nothing compared to your relationship to the big one thing it's like that's like monumental when you're back reconnected to nature, reconnected to your truth, reconnected to your original script, reconnected. I mean, I can't, I wish I could say I was, I'm not. I still have these, these like, you know, the holdouts from the trauma, which, you know, live inside my being. But, the, you know, as I said, you know, the universe is always building, it's always in activity. Um, 
until it's not, and then you're something else in activity. And in the same way it built you, you can be unbuilt. You're just energy. You're a version of energy. You might you could be air, you could be water, you could be steam, you could be it's just your and you're just energy. And once I think that's a great recognition is like, wow, this is not as solid as I think it is. This is not as packed as I think it is. You know, it, with, the, with, the, with the ayahuasca, I can actually dissolve all of this as long as I'm willing to go and see what's deeply, deep and dense and that I've hidden in the shadow because that's like just sitting there festering. Right? To run a marathon, you can't be wounded. Right? To swim across the Atlantic, you know, you can't swim with a thousand weights on your back. But the thing again, again, what's amazing is like, it all seems so real and heavy and material and compact. Trauma just sits there, just really compacted. But that's the great thing about the medicine. As you move into all these spaces, it's really like dissolving everything energetically because it's energetically packed and energetically dissolved. So it doesn't, none of this ultimately, all this anxiety, depression, it only matters because it's solidly believed and built in your system. In fact, by facing it and going into that arena, going into that boxing ring and going into that shadow, once it's relived, it kind of begins to melt. It only has sustenance if you're terrified of it. It only has depth and weight and material and paralysis because you're still terrified of something that you haven't dealt with. I know it's not a day thing, it's not, it takes a while, you know, to just literally dissolve it, but you can. It's energy, a different form of energy. It's like all these things coming together to build this one thing and then it just gets dissolved. Nature. I think once you reconnect back to nature, magic happens. And you get to disappear, which is great. Like, I feel like I've just, that whole person just disappeared. Because that whole person was built with a trauma. Right? If you're built by trauma, it's solid. Very solid. And yet, as the ayahuasca, like, you know, uncooks you, all of that begins to disappear. Very Star Trek-y. <laughs> 
but it's nature. <laughs> so no, I don't give a shit about going to Mars or what he, this guy wants to do, take everybody onto some other planet. You know, I just want to be good on this planet. Thank you very little. And it would be nice if this planet were just lovely. You know, <laughs> it doesn't matter what I'm hearing with some 10,000 UFOs. I don't give a shit. It's like, yeah, come say hello. But really, just make me okay in my energetic field that would be fabulous because that's all I have is this energetic field you know if somebody fucked it up then I want it unfucked thank you very little that's all then I can just move with the energy whatever it's going with or UFOs or aliens or extraterrestrials or we're moving on to another galaxy I really don't give a shit just I just want this little piece of energy which I am to be just in sync with the rest of the universe that's all a little it's a little ask it's a little ask <laughs> bye